Dallas, Fort Worth. Co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Welcome to Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio, keeping you connected to your faith and your world. Teresa tackles the issues of faith and culture, the pro-life message, and media awareness. And now, here's Teresa Tamio. It's Vanessa Denhagarmo filling in for Teresa. She's heading to a speaking engagement in Boston. All good signs that these events are opening up and uh, people are traveling again and, and uh, people are back to their speaking engagements and um, that's always wonderful. Um, I'm doing a couple myself. I'm actually am seeing a Right to Life of Michigan event coming up in Michigan here at Montreta, which means in the beginning. So it's wonderful to see these events opening up and we're able to go back and do some speaking and emceeing. Uh, so Doug Heck will be joining us here from EWTN, talking, giving us an update about uh, what's going on at the EWTN, the television station. I watched a great segment of World Over yesterday with Raymond Arorio where he had Archbishop Salvatore Cordioni on uh, talking about the issue with the Eucharist and Nancy Pelosi uh, receiving communion. It was an excellent interview. I posted it on my communications evangelist coach Vanessa Denhagarmo Facebook page. I really encourage people to watch it. It's definitely worth the watch so you can have these conversations with your friends and family. This is why we have these conversations, right? This is why EWTN exists and uh, and Catholic Radio and um, the National Catholic Register to arm you with information so you can share this information with your friends and family. This is a way to evangelize the faith, to have constructive conversations, to know what you're talking about. They address the issue of, you know, instead of parroting things like what Whoopi Goldberg says uh, about uh, this issue, we parrot truth, you know, and we understand the teachings of the Catholic Church and canon law, the catechism of the Catholic Church. And those are that's why these conversations are so important. These interviews are so important. So I really encourage you to watch this interview, the segment of World Over with Raymond Arorio yesterday. And so when these conversations come up this weekend, during Memorial Weekend, as you're getting together with friends and family, you can have these conversations in love and charity, but you're sharing truth. And that's it's so important for us to know what we're talking about because we know that these issues will arise within our families. And this is the best way to have these conversations, you know, not so much on social media uh, when people are so combative and so hateful and you can't really have these constructive conversations. The platform doesn't always lend itself to sharing that the information but face to face you know over coffee at lunch at the barbecue at the pool wherever you may be i've had these conversations sitting on a beach and and at the pool or you know at, you know uh getting drinks with friends these issues come up i just this came up a couple weeks ago to friend's house unexpectedly about the issue of abortion and roe v wade and and uh I, you know, I shared a lot of information with a friend, a family friend, a relative, actually. And she thanked me at the end. And she said, thank you so much. I did not know this. I had no idea that Planned Parenthood got a half a billion dollars from taxpayer dollars. I had no idea that we have abortion on demand up until birth. I had no idea that if Roe v. Wade gets that Roe v. Wade gets uh, overturned, that it goes back to the states. It's amazing how much people don't know. And that I don't say that to criticize anybody. I was in the dark too. Believe me, I didn't know until I started doing research and learning more. So that's why. You know, we watch interviews that Raymond Arorio had with with 
the Archbishop. And so we can get glean information. I learned a lot yesterday. It was very fruitful. It was a great segment. Um, you know, and it, there was a lot going on in the segment, not just the interview. And he brought in two other bishops uh, from Florida as well and, and how they came out supporting the Archbishop. And so many other bishops are coming out publicly and supporting the Archbishop. And this is a, a teachable moment. You know, and we and we have to teach others the truth, but we have to know it first ourselves. And so, you know, we as Catholics should, you know, all be having all be armed with Scripture and the Catechism of the Catholic Church, and not just have the books sitting, you know, nicely displayed in your home. Read them every day. You know, I'm constantly referring back to the Catechism of the Catholic Church so I can arm myself with information and these conversations come up. I know what I'm talking about. Read scripture every day. No canon law. I mean, Whoopi Goldberg, it, it's comical that she would come out saying, he, who does he think he is, dude? You have no right to telling her what to do. She, does, she doesn't even know that he's a canon lawyer. She probably doesn't even understand canon law. And you mean, and it's funny because, you know, the, the Archbishop said to Raymond yesterday, I don't know where she gets her theology. And, and it wasn't being disrespectful. It's true. Where, do, where are you getting your theology? That is his job. But if she did some research and understood the teachings of the Catholic Church and understood canon law, would she make such a ridiculous statement? And the sad thing about that is people go parrot that statement as if what she said is truth. We have to share truth as Catholics. We need to evangelize the faith. We're all called to do that. We are all called to use our, our talents and our charisms blessed by the Holy Spirit to bring others to Christ. And these are teachable moments. When these issues come up, I talked about this with Teresa last week when we, we do our In the New segment together, you know, how I... I I I, re- I responded to a tweet from uh, former press secretary Kay- Kaylee McEnany about the shooting in Texas, and I said, "The world needs serious prayers. We're going in so many horrible directions." I actually got attacked for even mentioning prayer. W- you know, someone said, "When are you going to learn that prayer doesn't work?" Somebody else called me a silly little coach because uh, I'm a career coach and my title on my Twitter page. You know, you still a little coach. Prayer doesn't work. Or if that makes you feel better, you go pray. Or we don't need your God. Or I'm sick of your prayer. This is what's happening in the world. No, it all starts with prayer. It all starts with knowing truth. It all starts with knowing scripture. That's how we go out and evangelize the faith. Know first and teach after. But you can't share and you can't teach what you don't know to be true. So, you know... Have the scripture, read scripture, read the Catechism of the Catholic Church, watch these shows. That's why EWTN exists. That's why Catholic Radio exists. That's why the National Catholic Register exists, to educate the world on truth and looking at the world from the lens of a Catholic. So when these conversations come up with your friends and your family, you know what you're talking about because you're all caught. Use these opportunities to evangelize the faith and share the truth. And, 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 and share this post. Go, go to EWTN. Go to the world over. Get the episode from yesterday. Put it on social media and say, hey, hear an interview with the, with the Archbishop and why he did what he did and what the church teaches us and what's in canon law. Share that truth with people. Educate people. Use these moments and use what's going on in the world as teachable moments to have loving, constructive conversations 
with your friends and your family. We have a great show lined up. Like I said, Doug Keck will be joining us, president and COO of EWTN, joining every week here on Catholic Connection to discuss current issues and promote special programming on EWTN. Well, maybe I'll talk with him about Raymond Arroyo's segment yesterday. It was a wonderful conversation. We'll be sharing a clip from the lieutenant governor in Texas. It's a very powerful, very short clip from Dan Patrick, and we'll talk about that related to the school shootings and how this country was founded on Judeo-Christian principles. And we have to go back to that. We have to take a step back and just breathe and really understand what is happening and why it's happening in our world. Stop these political attacks and political finger-pointing and start speaking truth and just and, and just take a step back and realize what is happening. Ask the Lord to guide us and show us. So we'll play that clip. And then rounding out the show here on Catholic Connection this morning, Dr. Ray Garendi will be joining us. He has a new book out. Uh, we'll talk with him about that book but we'll uh, from Sophia Press. Uh, but we'll also talk with him about his perspective as a Catholic psychologist about the shootings and the fact that we've taken God and family out of our lives. I mean, let's get to the real core of the problem. So we'll talk with Dr. Ray about his book, Living Calm, Mastering Anger and Frustration, which really kind of ties into what's going on in the world and this mass shooting because there's so much anger, so much frustration, so much hate in the world. How do we control that within ourselves? And how, how do we address the real issue of what's happening in the world? Because we've taken God and family out of everything. My whole point of being attacked on Twitter for, for suggesting we pray. People are living in such darkness. How do we help them see the light? We as Christians are called to do that. It is eight minutes past the hour here on Catholic Connection. I'm Vanessa Donhagarmo filling in for Teresa Tamio, And now it's time for the news. Just taking an overview look of the weather around the country. It's going to be a high of a 74 degrees, but a lot of rain right here in the Detroit area. And then when we look around uh, on the west coast, Seattle, a high of 61, cloudy skies, 67 in the northern part of California. And you, as we move uh, to San Francisco, a high of 60 and Los Angeles, 71. And then Phoenix, 104 degrees in Phoenix, Arizona, 102 in Las Vegas, uh, 94 in Albuquerque, New Mexico, then uh Salt Lake City, 85 degrees, and we go south to Florida, Tampa, 88 degrees, uh, 89 in New Orleans. If we look at the East Coast and uh, and a little east, we go to Charlotte, 82 degrees, New York, 76 degrees, Boston, 81 degrees. And then in northern, in the tip of northern Michigan, we have a high of 60 degrees and cloudy skies. There are more questions than answers surrounding the deadly mass shooting at a Texas elementary school as authorities have been changing their narrative about whether the shooter was confronted by police before entering the building. City Council Member Everardo Zamora says he arrived on the scene not long after the shooting started. What I saw was, I mean, the police were doing, I guess, their best. Our question is, could have done better? Yes. You know, what happened inside? I couldn't see inside the building, so I couldn't tell you. Victor Escalon with the Texas Department of Public Safety says Thursday that the 18-year-old gunman was not confronted by anybody before killing 21 people at Robb Elementary School. His statement contradicts earlier statements by Texas authorities. On Wednesday, several authorities said a school resource officer had engaged with the gunman outside the school before the shooting. Escalon now says there was no school resource officer on site 
at the time. The husband of one of the teachers killed in this week's Texas school shooting has died, his family says, of a broken heart. NBC's Sam Brock reports. After laying down flowers at a memorial, Joe Garcia returned home, sat down in a chair, and within minutes fell over. He ended up suffering a fatal heart attack. Garcia's wife and former high school sweetheart was Irma Garcia. She was shot while defending her fourth grade students from the armed attacker. They, be- they leave behind four children. A GoFundMe page has been created to help them. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell says uh, he's taking tasking Republican Texas Senator John Cornyn to discuss possible bipartisan action to deal with mass shootings. Trey Thomas reports. McConnell said Thursday he's asked Cornyn to talk with Democratic Senators Kirsten Sinema of Arizona and Chris Murphy of Connecticut. The Kentucky Republican said he's hopeful a bipartisan solution can be found after the Texas Elementary School massacre that left 19 children and two teachers dead. The mother of a 13-year-old boy who was shot by a Chicago police officer last week is suing the mother filed a federal lawsuit that claims the shooting was unjustified. It's crazy because they had no reason to shoot my child. He complied with them and all they had to do was grab him. Authorities say the teen was shot as he ran from officers in South Austin neighborhood. The boy remains hospitalized. A second shipment of baby formula now is in Pennsylvania. It, it was flown in from Germany yesterday to help ease the nationwide shortage. Officials say it will be sent to hospitals, WIC programs, and retailers as soon as this weekend. The first shipment arrived Sunday in Indianapolis and is being distributed to hospitals and health providers. Gas prices are barely back below $4.60 a gallon going into the holiday weekend. Triple A shows today's national average isn't even down a full penny from yesterday as most travelers head out of town by car. Oklahoma is the cheapest state to fill up at $4.10 a gallon, while California drivers are paying nearly $2 more. It is 13 minutes past the hour here on Catholic Connection. I'm Vanessa Denha-Garmo, filling in for Teresa Tommy. And when we come back, we'll talk with Doug Keck. Stay with us, everyone. People ask how they can care for older family members who can't fully care for themselves. One answer is Visiting Angels, America's choice in senior home care. Visiting Angels assists adults nationwide with 600 locations to continue living at home and not have to move into a nursing home. Their caregivers provide assistance in hygiene, meals, and lighthouse work. Services are provided up to 24 hours per day, and you can select your caregiver before service begins. More information, including franchise opportunities, is on the web at visitingangels.com. This Ave Maria program is brought to you in part by the nonprofit CMF Curo. Now is a great time to learn about CMF Curo as a pro-life Catholic health care option for your family. You can join any time throughout the year. Plus, you'll experience an authentic Catholic community that cares about your health, spirit, mind, and body. Call 833-GET-CURO. That's 833-G-E-T-C-U-R-O. Or visit MyCatholicHealthCare.com to learn more about CMF Curo. When you see the world with Catholic eyes, you see God's hand at work in human history. You see the true, the good, and the beautiful. With a Master's of Arts in Catholic Studies from Franciscan University of Steubenville, you see the world as it truly is. This online program helps you see art, literature, theology, psychology, and more as occasions for grace. Find out more about the Master's in Catholic Studies at franciscan.edu slash mcs. That's franciscan.edu slash mcs. Abortion. Pornography. Embryonic stem cell research. Corporate contributions to Planned Parenthood. Do you invest in companies that are engaged in these practices? The Ave Maria Mutual Funds do not. 
and their investment portfolios reflect that. Ave Maria Mutual Funds are managed to conform to pro-life and pro-family values. Long-term investors can invest in the no-load Ave Maria Mutual Funds. You can learn more about the Ave Maria Mutual Funds today at 866-AVE-MARIA or visit AveMariaFunds.com. tuned in to Catholic Connection here on EWTN. Joining us now, as he always does every week with Teresa Tamio, is President and COO of EWTN, Doug Keck. Doug, how are you? Great. Great to hear your voice, Vanessa. Always a pleasure talking with you. And I, I want to talk first to talk about things coming up um, mm-hmm. on special programming, but then I want to get into the current event issues and how EWTN is addressing it, especially yesterday with Raymond Arorio having the Archbishop Bob. But let's talk about a little bit about special programming, and then we'll get into that conversation. Well, sure. Uh, if you EW10.com, you can check out all our programming, also our, our on-demand page. A lot of the material and programs are available 24-7. But we've got, of course, it's Memorial Day weekend here in the States, and uh, we've got a special arm with the faith, the Knights of Columbus and the military, an exploration of the special relationship of the KFC and U.S. Armed Forces, uh, where men and women... Uh, have a spiritual brotherhood and uh, patriotism is part of uh, of the Knights of Columbus and it's uh, it's going to be on tonight at 8 p.m. Uh, Eastern time and then uh, tomorrow at 11 a.m. Uh, so people actually on Sunday morning I'm sorry at 11 a.m. so people can check that out something special and we also have other programs clearly about we usually have a fair amount of programs having to do with the military and the military chaplaincy. We also have a program, Thou Shalt Love, a documentary in the life and ministry of Cardinal Stefan Wojcicki, who was the primate of Poland, uh, dealt with communism, uh, was a great friend of, uh, of, of St. John Paul II. Uh, so um, that's always an interesting, and especially with what's going on in the, uh, on the Polish border there in uh, Ukraine and with Russia. Um, that's a program you can check out. There's also an interesting program called I Am Fire uh, about a young man who was a gambler into heavy metal and uh, watched TW10 one night, and now he's a priest. So people can check that one out. Uh-huh. Uh, coming up on um, May 28th at uh, 4 p.m. Eastern Time. So that's going to be tomorrow, basically. Look for that. We've got an in-concert from Mozart on Sunday. We've got another interesting program on Sunday called Be Poor With Me, Reflections on Poverty. That's a program, a new program, and something to take a look at and some uh, understanding of how a, a Catholic and a Christian uh, deals with uh, those kinds of things in a daily life, which is a call for us to take care of the poor. And, of course, Episcopal ordinations, we, we try to bring those to you as they occur. So we, we've got a couple coming up. One's going to be on this coming Tuesday, Massive Ordination Installation of Father Earl K. Fernandez as the uh, 13th Bishop of Columbus, Columbus, Ohio, and then a massive ordination installation of Reverend Jacques E. Fabre-Jean as the 14th Bishop of Charleston, and uh, so that's also coming up a little later in the week. That'll be on the 2nd of June. So uh, again, we also have a special program coming up on the uh, Martyrs of Uganda at the end of next week as well. But again, as I said, Vanessa, you can go to EW10.com. Check out the TV page, all the programming, and if you miss anything, check out our on-demand page. So, Doug, it's also so important for us to look at current event issues, as you guys, you and Teresa talk about every week, and we mention this on Catholic Radio all the time, from the lens of a Catholic, and that's why shows like World Over with Raymond Arorio and uh, News Nightly is so important, because right. you know, we can look at what's going on in the world from the perspective of 
the Catholic faith, and it's so important. And what's been going on in the world, this issue with Nancy Pelosi, Archbishop, and, and communion, uh, I came home yesterday from taking my mom to adoration, going out to dinner, sitting on my couch, 8 o'clock Eastern time. I got my water, my, my fizzy drink that I drink. I, it's seltzer water and lemon <laughs> every night. Mm-hmm. And right. I sat and watched... World I was over. hoping you weren't still buying fizzies. Or <laughs> you know, <something> no, no. <laughs> this, it's, it's, I, I call it my fizzy drink. It's, gotcha. it's really sparkling water with lemon. And I just, me and my husband, my husband Ron and I just sat and we watched World Over. And I thought I needed, I just needed to call my mind and just hear some truth. What right. a wonderful conversation with Raymond Arori and the Archbishop, and dealing with the issue of Whoopi Goldberg and the, you know, the stuff that she spews out, which is just not truth. We need this information, Doug, so we can go share this with our friends and family. We need to consume the truth and share it with others, especially on holiday weekends like this where we're going to be having these conversations on right. barbe- at barbecues. Good good point. Yeah, I think, you know, that, that's the kind of thing. I think the same issue that obviously Raymond was dealing with uh, the Archbishop, uh, you know, Pro-Life Weekly was and In-Depth Will and uh, News Nightly. Obviously, CNA's reported on it. Obviously, the Register... Uh, even some of our regular programs, I know on Father Spitzer's uh, program we talked about it. Um, I, I know uh, Father Mitch was talking about it on an open line um, the other day. So, yeah, a lot of it has to do with not only these individuals spewing things that they know nothing about, but they have an impact. They're influencers, as they talk about on the web today. And so it's not that they're just misleading themselves. There's misleading other people into thinking that uh, you know the abortion's really kind of okay, uh, or that the, uh, an archbishop has nothing to do with who goes to communion or who shouldn't go to communion, and the idea of weaponizing. And I know one of the things the, that uh, Archbishop Corleone pointed out. He said, you know, this can be weaponized both ways. You know, you've got politicians out there who are who are basically, you know, thumbing their nose at the church and then marching up to receive communion, basically saying, see. Um, I'm just, I'm, uh, everything's fine. There's no problem here, see, because I can go to communion. So who's really weaponizing the Eucharist? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and, and for people not to understand that, um, even Catholics don't understand, Doug, that that is the job of the, uh, of the archbishop to do exactly what he did. And Whoopi Goldberg goes, who do you think you are? That's not your job. But when you don't understand Catholicism and theology, and ca- he's a canon lawyer. She right, doesn't absolutely. understand that. That is what his job. And then I got acu- I got attacked on Twitter saying that was so unchristian of him. And you know I don't right. care about your prayers and I don't care about your God. No, what he did was Christian. That's what he's supposed to do. Well, if they don't care about our prayers and they don't care about all of that kind of stuff, then I don't know why they're so worried about what Christians do or don't do or what they say. I mean, uh, Corleone isn't locking the church. He's not putting her in handcuffs. He's just telling her she should not be going to communion, and she's forbidden. Obviously, she can go as she had uh, this past week and go to Georgetown and still receive communion uh, if somebody's willing to give it to her. So this idea that somehow these draconian steps are taking as opposed to this fact of saying to somebody, if you proclaim yourself to be a devout practicing Catholic, I am your bishop. I am telling you, you are incorrect. Your conscience is malformed, and I need to help you because the goal is to keep you from condemning yourself to etern- for internal pain in hell and also at the same time leading other people who aren't as informed as you should be 
that what they're doing is okay when it's not. And I think part of the problem, I hate to say it, is the reason everybody's so shocked is because what he's doing is what so many of the bishops should have been doing over the last 25 or 30 years. Yeah, amen to that. And I'm so glad to see so many other bishops now coming out publicly and supporting him now. It's so important that they do that. And um, to your to your point, Doug, I mean, this is why EWTN shares the, these stories. This is why we have these interviews, because we need to arm the public of the truth so we can have these conversations with love and charity. We're gonna cha- we need to change hearts. The bishop is trying to change, save her soul. We're right. called all as Christians to do the same. We need to evangelize the faith. Now, we don't expect you all to be Raymond Arorio. Not all of us are Raymond Arorio, but he, you're doing the work for us, right? And we could share that with other people and say, let me show you this great interview and, and, and watch it with your friends and family so you're armed with information to have these conversations in a constructive way. Absolutely. Well, EWTN is ultimately a catechetical network. It's really yeah. there to revitalize. It's part of the new evangelization, which is re-evangelizing Catholics to understand. They know in their heart catholicism is true they yes. don't always understand the components of uh, and the backups to why it is ew10 hopefully gives you those insights and again as mother always said with anybody uh we we can proclaim the gospel uh but we can't convert anybody that's up to the holy spirit and so we're not asking anybody to be strident we're asking people like saint paul said uh, the truth in love, but it's still the truth. Even understanding the Holy Father's encounter and accompaniment, you encounter people where they are, but the goal is to take them where they need to go, not the he- way they're already heading. Amen. Doug Heck, thank you so much for joining us here, President and COO of EWTN. Thanks, Doug. Thank you, Vanessa. God bless all the work that you do. EWTN, check out that interview with Raymond Arroyo and all the programming on EWTN. Share it with your friends and family. We'll come back, everyone, and get a uh, listen from Dan Patrick, the Lieutenant Governor of Texas. I'll bet you know by now that Amazon Smile is a great way to support your favorite charity. And supporting the Guadalupe Radio Network while you shop is easy. Step one. Just start off at smile.amazon.com. Step two, choose La Promesa Foundation as your charity. La Promesa Foundation is the parent company of Guadalupe Radio Network. And step three, enjoy your shopping. Amazon will donate a portion of your purchase to the La Promesa Foundation, and it doesn't cost you any extra. La Promesa Foundation and Guadalupe Radio Network, thank you. Hello, my name is Liz Mertz. My husband, Bill, and I own MasterTech Auto Repair and Plano. We are proud sponsors of Catholic Radio. Our family has been parishioners of St. Gabriel's and McKinney for many years. MasterTech is a full-service auto repair for all vehicles, from oil changes to complete engine replacement or transmission service. We are located just across the street from St. Mark's Parish in Plano. You can contact us at 972-578-1841 or www.mastertechplano.com. Thank you, and may you have a blessed day. All of us here at KTH 910 AM on the Guadalupe Radio Network join the staff of Holy Redeemer Parish and Alito in celebrating the 54th anniversary of the ordination to the priesthood of their pastor, Monsignor Publius Zureb. He was ordained a Catholic priest on May 11, 1968. Thank you, Monsignor, for your 54 years of service to the church and for all you do to bless your flock at Holy Redeemer Parish in Alito. Visit HolyRedeemerAlito.org to learn more about the parish. 
Attention all commercial building owners. Are you having constant problems with roof leaks in your properties? My name is Mari Buford, owner of Buford Roofing and Construction and a longtime sponsor of the Guadalupe Radio Network. Water leaks are disruptive and very aggravating. We can explain how these issues can be eliminated if you call us at 817-329-ROOF or on our website at BufordRoofing.com. That's BufordRoofing.com. been a very tough week horrible one of the most horrific news stories that we've seen is this horrible shooting in texas 19 children two teachers lives completely changed forever and we know that the husband of one of the teachers died of a heart attack two days after the mass shooting at the elementary school horrific just horrific and you know, our first reaction, natural reaction for all of us is to pray, to get on our knees and pray and, and ask the Lord to have mercy and pray for these families and pray for everybody's suffering. And we're not asking for that prayer in a um, in a um, snippet way. It's not political rhetoric for most of us. And it may be for politicians, for many politicians, but not for all. Our country was founded on Judeo-Christian beliefs. Our laws were based on the Ten Commandments. We have to go back and and look at the core of the problem. And I want to play a clip from you that Andrew found that it, it just really spot on. It's a short clip. It's from the Texas Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick. And it was following a press conference on Tuesday about the Texas school shooting where Dan Patrick was kind of focusing and reminding us to step back and take a breath and focus on what's important here, what's really going on here. How do we get to this situation? How do we get to this point and what needs to be done? You know, stop the political finger pointing and, and, and let's look at the, the big picture and what we need to do here. So, Andrew, let's play that clip from the lieutenant governor. There will be plenty of time to discuss and analyze what happened yesterday and do everything that we can within our power to hopefully prevent it from happening again. But now is a time people watching around the world in this country, in this state, to focus on these families, as the governor just said. Right now, we need to put our arms around the families of these victims, the students and the teachers. This is not a partisan issue. This is not a political issue. This is an unimaginable moment that will impact the lives of those who lost their children and those who survived. The adults and the teachers, the men and women of law enforcement who were there. We are better than this as a country. We are better than this. These, these types of crimes, when you see children killed, go to the very core of all of us who have children or grandchildren. We can't imagine the pain that these families are going through. We saw it four years ago in Santa Fe. So can we not be a nation that can stand together for at least a day or a week or a month? My gosh. 
to put these families first and everything else second? My gosh. You know, we, we, we live in a time, I said this yesterday, when people are at each other's throats everywhere we turn, whether it's on the internet or an Oscar stage or two coaches arguing or in the political world or the media world, who are we as an American people? Who are we? We all have to do our part, all do our part to make us a better people and a better nation. Evil will always walk among us. And in times like this, I've seen it. The governor's seen it. The speaker's seen it. The senators have seen it. The attorney general's seen it. In these other shootings, Sutherland Springs, El Paso, Odessa, Santa Fe, it's God that brings a community together. It's God that heals a community. It's God that heals a shattered and broken heart. And if we don't turn back as a nation to understanding what we were founded upon and what we were taught by our parents and what we believe in, then these situations will only get worse and happen more often. So, no matter what your thoughts are today, pray for these families, pray for this community. Uh, give us wisdom. Give us wisdom. But right now, let's focus on the families. They deserve that. They need our love. They need our prayers. Amen. That is so true. Right on, uh, Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick. Evil will always be among us. We know that to be true. But we have taken God out of everything. And we have to remember what we are founded on. Founded on Judeo-Christian beliefs. Our law is based on the Ten Commandments. We have allowed a minority to control the majority in this country. We have allowed the minority to dictate to us how to live and not to pray and what to pray and what to do and what to believe in. We have to go back to our faith. We have to share truth as Christians. Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick was right on. We have to pray. And he's not saying it in a flippant way for political rhetoric. We have to go back to the core of the problems of this country. And that's because we've destroyed family. We've taken God out of everything, out of school, out of our government, out of everything. And we've allowed a small group of people who are atheists, who don't believe in God, to, to, to dictate to the majority. We are called to bring this back. We are called to, 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 to share truth with our friends and family. And that's why... Arming yourself with the right information. You heard Doug Keck talk about EWTN, National Catholic Register, all the work that they're doing, all the programming, World Over, News Nightly, wonderful programming that shares current event issues from the lens of a Catholic, bringing you on various people to interview and share truth with you. Those are the programming that we should be watching and sharing with our friends and family. We have to go back to the basics. We have to arm ourselves with this information and evangelize the faith with these shows. They're doing all the work for us. We cannot allow agenda-driven media to dictate to us how we live. I mean, people are, are parroting information out there that they hear from from slanted media outlets that are not sharing truth. They're not sharing balanced 
They're not sharing facts. They're not sharing data. They're sharing their agenda. They're censoring what they want you to hear and see, and that's what people are putting out in the world. We as Catholics, we're better than this. This country's better than this. We have to do our part in, in, in gaining the knowledge, gaining information, seeking truth, and sharing that with our friends and family. So I really encourage you to find wonderful programming on, on EWTN, Find news articles in the National Catholic Register. Read them and share them with your friends and family. Listen, we're going to a holiday weekend. Don't tell me these conversations are not going to come up. Don't tell me the conversation about the shooting in Texas is not going to come up. Are you ready to speak about that issue from a Catholic perspective? Are you going to go into this political rhetoric and only discuss gun control and make this a Republican versus Democrat issue? No. We have to look at these issues from the lens of a Catholic. So pray about it. Arm yourself with the information and be ready to have conversations with love and charity. Stay with us, everyone. We're going to continue after the break with Dr. Ray Garendi. You've probably heard by now that our summer share Eucharistic Revival is just around the corner June 7th through 10th. I'm looking for a few more volunteers to join us at our Irving studio the morning of Thursday, June 9th to help us answer calls from donors. The shift is 7 a.m. to 1 p.m. and includes breakfast, lunch, and some low-grade entertainment from the GRN staff. It is a fun opportunity to meet some new friends and support local Catholic radio. To sign up, email me at sissel at grnonline.com. That's S-I-S-S-E-L at grnonline.com. Sherry Van Branken, a longtime area Catholic, invites you to visit her website, catholicpapergoods.com, where you are able to download Catholic greeting cards, coloring pages, educational activities for your family or homeschool, art prints, and more. You can also find items such as ordination cards, sacrament invitations, and many items featuring saints of the Catholic Church. They're all able to be downloaded and printed from your home or other printing service. The website is catholicpapergoods.com for Catholic items for your own domestic church. catholicpapergoods.com The Guadalupe Radio Network congratulates Our Lady of Perpetual Help Parish in Dallas. As it celebrates its 80th anniversary this year, the parish invites all listeners to come celebrate with them at its Patronal Festival on Sunday, June 26th, starting at 9 a.m. Come enjoy family fun, games for children and adults, music, authentic Mexican food, dances, and more. For more information, call Oscar at 214-352-6012. Victory Investment Strategies is a sponsor of KATH 910 AM. They pray for continued blessing on all who make Catholic Radio possible in North Texas. The unique programming is vital to our daily lives. Victory Investment Strategies is a full-service investment firm owned by Joel and Elizabeth Victory, members of St. Patrick Cathedral in Fort Worth. They offer a variety of products and will custom fit a plan for your individual needs. 800-810-6800. 800-810-6800. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRAIS IPC. That is my new goal, Living Calm. I went to Adoration twice this week. He has a new book out, Living Calm, Mastering Anger and Frustration. Dr. Ray Garendi is joining us here on Catholic Connection, and that is what I'm striving to do, Dr. Ray, is living calm in this world of chaos. 
Well, I don't want to disappoint you, Vanessa, but you were the before picture on the book. <laughs> that makes so much sense. I should have been the before picture on the book um, with my frazzled self, you know. Uh, went to adoration twice this week, Dr. Ray, just to call my mind after all the, the craziness and we've been uh, taking in this past week or two um, in this country and it's been tough. It's been really tough and, and the shooting is, is apparent. Uh, I just, I beside myself really honestly. In human history, we've never been aware of all the evil throughout the whole world. In Mexico, when they were sacrificing babies by the boatload, who knew about it except the people right there in the proximate area? Mm. But now every piece of evil is thrown at us, and we're supposed to live with it day in and day out. So if you don't be careful, you can totally lose your peace. Yeah, and that's why I went to adoration, because I was trying not to do that, you know, and have uh, the world suck the peace right out of me. And... um and then you hear not only do these tragedies happen, these horrific things happen, then you see all the political rhetoric out there and the finger pointing and the name calling. And it's like, just stop. When are we going to take control of the situation and try to do something constructively to solve the problems, get to the core of it, instead of finger pointing constantly from a political standpoint? You know how I get a lot of peace, Vanessa? Mm-hmm. I recognize that this has always been... It always will be, and we are unbelievably, infinitely privileged to know what we know about God, Jesus, and his church in a world that is turning their back, at least the Western world anyway, turning their back on him, and we still know what we know. That's beyond comprehension of a blessing. You know, I, I love that you said that, and that's such a good point, because I was talking earlier, and I mentioned this to Teresa a few days ago as well on the air. I was commenting on the day of the shooting. I, I saw a tweet and Kaylee McEnany's Twitter, the former press secretary, about the shooting. I, that was the first time I read about it. I replied back where I said, the, the world needs serious prayers. We're going in so many horrible directions. May God have mercy on us. And I got attacked for result is for mentioning prayer in god we don't need your god we don't need your prayer prayer doesn't work you're a simple-minded person you're an idiot i mean it was, i was attacked right on twitter and i'm like and of course it didn't take my peace away but i got i'm st- i took a step back and say well this is what's wrong <laughs> they're telling us you know prayer doesn't work and we don't need your god this is why we are in the situation we're in today i am frightened about people like that, not because what they can do to me or my world, but what they might someday face as they don't need their God. I always say to folks, you better hope there's no God, but if there is, you better hope he thinks just like you. Uh, it's, it's a frightening prospect to simply deny and and even be hostile toward the idea of a God or Jesus, because one thing is certain if he exists, we will face him. Mm-hmm. So let's talk I feel, about... I feel scared for people like that. I feel, I feel sorry for them, actually, that they're lost. I did. Well, I stopped and prayed for them. That was the, They were one of the reasons I went to adoration. Uh, and we have to pray for them. You know, I, we have to pray for them. But 
looking at the situation, Dr. Ray Grande, about the shooting in Texas, you know, this is one of the worst shootings in, in our history, actually, at a school. Uh, and we talk about God and we talk about our families. I mean, we have to get to the core of the problem. How do we look at this from the lens of a Catholic and how do we really truly address what is going on here? If the culture is pushing God to the curb, if the culture says the family is not the unit, if the culture says sexually anything goes, anytime, anywhere, however, then what will happen is that people who adhere to what was once much more high-profile Christian beliefs in this culture will become a smaller minority. Now, all cultures have been changed by small minorities. During the Revolutionary War, really only about a third of the people wanted to split with Britain. The rest didn't care or they wanted to stay loyal. So it was a small minority that got us our independence. Because of this, I think it could be a small minority among church-believing people that could affect the culture far beyond their numbers. Because as the culture deteriorates, maybe more people will look toward an alternative way of living their life and believing Hmm. Keep in mind, when the apostles took off to convert the known world, there was only a handful of them. And the whole world was basically pagan. And the whole world basically didn't value life whatsoever. You could be conquered by a country and they would take everything you had, everything you owned, everybody you loved at any time. And what are you going to do about it? And that's been much of the history of the world. So... I think there's a danger in saying, okay, this is awful and terrible and horrible because it happened, and it is. But yet at the same time, the world has always kind of struggled with this kind of evil. Mm-hmm. But And so what do we do, though? What do we do as Catholics? What do we do as parents? What do we do as a society to deal with these issues and, you know, we're, we're going to Memorial Weekend. I talked about and We're going to have these conversations. They're going to be at the barbecue and the beach and the pool, wherever we're going to be. And these conversations are going to come up. How do we have these conversations from a Catholic perspective to bring peace and truth out? I don't challenge people. I'm not going to sit there and get into an argument with them. What I'm going to do is I'm going to ask them questions about how they think, why they think it, how it holds together, how it's going for them. I want them to explain to me how they came to these conclusions that they did. Because one thing you know for sure, Vanessa, immorality is illogical. Mm-hmm. And you can, with a little bit of skill, you can question people in a gentle way, get them to explain to you how they've come to these conclusions morally. Why do they think this? What do they base it upon? Where will it lead? How is it working in their lives? Let them defend their position, rather than me saying, i got to defend mine. No, no, no. I just, You know, in my office, everybody comes in with all sorts of crises in their lives, all sorts of tragedies, all sorts of completely messed up decisions. And I have to sit there patiently and listen, and have to ask about it. I can't look at them and say, well, that's really incredibly stupid. Why are you doing that? Because they wouldn't come back. Yeah. I have to sit and try to understand and bring out what they're doing and how it's hurting them, okay? Here's one thing I've come to as i gotten older as a Christian. We better be among the most appealing people around. 
something saddens me very much when I hear all these family conflicts, and then the person tells me, oh, yeah, my sister won't talk to her, our mother. Why not? Well, she's got all kinds of resentment. Well, is your sister a Catholic? Oh, yeah, she goes to Mass every day. But see, that, that, just, that just bugs me to high heaven. What kind of image is that, that you are portraying to people that you're this holy, pious, devout human being, but yet you lack tolerance and forgiveness? That's how you're going to be judged. Mm. You know, I saw a wonderful meme, Vanessa. It was fast, mm. fascinating. It said, if people hate you because of Jesus, that's good. If they hate Jesus because of you, that's real bad. Oh, what a powerful meme. Yeah. What a powerful... I love that. I got to share that. I got to find that or share it. I love that. Dr. Ray Grandy is who we're talking to here on Catholic Connection. Dr. Ray, we got to take a quick break, and I want to continue this conversation. I want to talk about your new book, Living Calm, Mastering Anger and Frustration, published by Sophia Press. Stay with us, everyone. We'll be right back. This program is brought to you in part by Charity Mobile, a proud partner of Ave Maria Radio for over 15 years. Charity Mobile is the pro-life cell phone company and has sent nearly $2 million to thousands of pro-life charities. 4G LTE coverage is available nationwide, and 5% of your monthly plan price goes to your favorite pro-life charity. A video introduction is available at CharityMobile.com. Charity Mobile, everyday living, effortless giving. CharityMobile.com. Location, location, location. These are the three most important factors in real estate. The same might be said for colleges. Trudging through snow to get to an 8 a.m. statistics class is a much different experience than breezing by a palm tree to the raucous applause of a laughing gull. With the average temperature of 84 degrees and wetland nature as your backdrop, it's no wonder students tend to stay once they visit our campus. Ave Maria University, your future location, location, location. Visit AveMaria.edu. Do you wish you could have discussions about difficult topics with your adult children? If so, don't worry, you're not alone. Hi, I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. And I'm Lisa Popchak. And our new book, Having Meaningful, Sometimes Difficult Conversations with Your Adult Sons and Daughters, can help you draw closer to your adult children and help guide them on the path to more faithful and meaningful lives. You can get our latest book and all of our other books on the store page at AveMariaRadio.net. That's AveMariaRadio.net. People ask how they can care for older family members who can't fully care for themselves. One answer is Visiting Angels, America's choice in senior home care. Visiting Angels assists adults nationwide with 600 locations to continue living at home and not have to move into a nursing home. Their caregivers provide assistance in hygiene, meals, and light housework. Services are provided up to 24 hours per day, and you can select your caregiver before service begins. More information, including franchise opportunities, is on the web at visitingangels.com. We're talking with Dr. Ray Garendi, Living Calm, Mastering Anger and Frustration is kind of a second edition of a of a book. Dr. Ray, tell us about this. This is kind of a revision of a book, uh, an original book that you have retitled. Yeah, the first book was called Fighting Mad. Uh, this book has been somewhat re-edited, re-released. I mean, if, if people have Fighting Mad, I would have to say it's, it's pretty similar. But if you don't, uh, we have changed the we have changed the title, and it focuses on people say, why do you why do you pick on anger and frustration? And I say very simply, that is where we do most of our verbal damage to people 
You know, I don't, I don't assault people because I'm depressed or because I'm anxious or because I'm scared. Oh no! If I'm gonna, if I'm gonna go after you, it's gonna be because I'm angry and frustrated. Yeah, exactly. And I, we see that on social media every single day. I mean, <laughs> I mean, people are attacking people left and right because they're angry and frustrated. But let's talk about healthy anger, like righteous anger versus unhealthy anger. Simple definition. Righteous anger is when you see somebody else being mistreated or hurt. Right-filled anger is when you are reacting to what you think somebody is doing to you. Mm. Mm. And that's where we get in trouble. Well, sure, because I will tell you from a shrink's perspective, we are so hypersensitive. We are so prickly in so many ways. Oh, she hurt me. I can't believe what she said. She just hurt me so deeply. And I always tell people, no, nobody can hurt you unless you allow it, unless you interpret it a certain way, unless you have an attitude of, how dare they say that to me? I don't deserve that. It is easy to take offense and to be hurt. And as Christians, we should be among the least of people to be easily hurt or offended. So, yeah, and we become hypersensitive today. We've become so divided today, Dr. Ray, in the world today. We can't even have constructive criticisms. I mean, we're, we've literally drawn the line on party politics that we can't even have discussions about this shooting or Nancy Pelosi receiving communion or not in a constructive, healthy way because we're filled with so much anger uh, that, you know, and, and we dish it out on each other. When I was in grad school, we used to develop, we used to have to develop uh, personality theories. And it's a futile exercise because the human being is way, way too complex for a simple personality theory. But one of my personality theories is that we're three-year-olds. We are peevish. We throw little fits when we don't get our way. We are entitled. We think the world revolves around us. And as Christians, we have to really, really look inward and say, am I doing any of these things? Is what people are reacting about me, does it have any truth to it? Mm. I've got to scrutinize me ten times as much as I scrutinize anybody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm usually taking that to adoration and asking God, show me where I'm going wrong. Show me the conversations I'm having that are not constructive and healthy. Show me where my anger is getting out of control. I mean, I have uh, a Chaldean temper, I'll tell you that much. (laughs) Uh, And I kind of lose it sometimes. So I have to ask for God to help me control it. Uh, and, and, And I have to take that to adoration. It's easy for our anger to get the best of us. Well, I say I say a similar prayer, Vanessa. I say, "Show me where Vanessa is wrong. <laughs> show me how. Show me how she needs to improve." God, you're probably sitting there for hours, Doctor Ray. <laughs> right? I got a list in alphabetical <laughs> order by year. Oh, I don't know if I want to hear that. I I, I know my uh, mistakes all too well. Dr. Ray Grandy is who we're talking to today. Uh, Dr. Ray, let me, I know you. we, we kind of talked about this and how you don't have arguments. And you can come at these conversations from, uh, you know, a skilled psychologist. But when we go into these conversations with our friends and family this weekend, during this holiday weekend, and we talk about issues like Nancy Pelosi and the Archbishop's decision not to let her take communion, how do we have these conversations in a loving and respectful way? We don't want to end up fighting. For example, you might say, 
all right, you think the archbishop shouldn't do this because it's political. Is he a bishop? Uh, what, what do you see as the bishop's role in the church? Mm-hmm. Do you see him as a shepherd of authority or not? No, no, I think he can make his case, but I think that's just his opinion. So are you saying you don't believe that the bishops have the authority to guide their flock as Catholics? Well, they can guide their flock, but I don't think they can tell people what to do. So how is that not guiding their flock then? Uh, also, here, I, here's a question I, I'd had to have for you. Maybe you could, you could explain this to me. Um, if someone says they're Catholic but then decides they can do what they wish, are they still Catholic? You see what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not saying to them, you know, how can you say that? He's the bishop. Yeah, you're putting it on them. Dr. Ray, I'm sorry we ran out of time. Oh, I hate when we get cut off, Dr. Ray. We've got to let you go. Catholic Connection, we'll, Teresa will catch you on Monday here on Catholic Connection. You've been listening to Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio. Catholic Connection is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Our producer is Andrew Kruchek. For copies of this program or for more information, visit AveMariaRadio.net. That's A-V-E Maria Radio.net. Thanks for listening and join us next time for another edition of Catholic Connection. Transmitting the treasures of our Catholic faith to your radio every day. This is the Guadalupe Radio Network. Radio for your soul. Save the date. Father Thomas D'Souza has secured, with the help of Bishop Michael Olson of Fort Worth, a visit from the relics of St. Bernadette, which are touring the United States for the first time. The relics will be available to venerate from Wednesday, July 20th, through Saturday, July 23rd at Our Lady of Lourdes Parish in Mineral Wells. The only other stop of the relics in Texas will be in the Archdiocese of Houston. Do not miss this wonderful opportunity for healing and prayer. For more information, call 940-325-4789. Little Angels Catholic Store is a sponsor of KATH 910 AM. They're located in Capel on Sandy Lake Road, just west of St. Anne Catholic Parish. During this glorious season of Easter, they have books and other items for your loved ones and friends including gifts for special sacraments like First Holy Communion, Confirmation, Holy Matrimony, and for those coming into the Catholic Church through RCIA. You can learn more by visiting littleangelscatholicstore.com or by calling 972-304-5200. Blessed be God, blessed be His holy name, blessed be Jesus Christ, true God and true man. Blessed be the name of Jesus, blessed be his most sacred heart, blessed be his most precious blood, blessed be Jesus in the most holy sacrament of the altar, blessed be the Holy Spirit of Paraclete. Blessed be the Great Mother of God, Mary Most Holy. Blessed be her holy and immaculate conception. Blessed be her glorious Assumption. 
Blessed be the name of Mary, Virgin and Mother. Blessed be Saint Joseph, her most chaste spouse. Blessed be God in his angels and in his saints. Thanks for listening to KATH 910 AM, Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth. Catholic radio for your soul on the Guadalupe Radio Network in North Texas. Heard also at grnonline.com and on your smartphone. 